0: Hello, 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 everybody. We got a little bit of an echo going on in our ear here. I think Mm. we're doing better now. Are we? I can't hear myself. There we go. Are we good now? We should be okay. Okay, I think we're good now. Hello, everybody welcome into the ticket water cooler right here on 93.7 the ticket the ticket if it looks a little different and you see a third head it's because nick and i are out at muchachos and bach graciously decided to sit back and run the board bach how are you today
1: oh not too bad i'm a little jealous of you guys i saw that little uh you guys were tweeting stuff out there at muchachos of course uh, the five dollar bits of broken chair trophy you guys oh, here. got snug with that she's here what's the smaller one are, are there are there what's that small <laughs> that one looks cool that's
0: so so team jack they Got like a little, like a little 3D printed little baby five dollar trophy. Let me see if I can get their attention.
1: If I can get the little trophy, you can pay for that. They have several. No, no, no. no, no, It's just just a normal. It's just a little. Yeah, it's just a one little little thing. Well, when he said five dollars, that confused me. That's part of the name. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, five (laughs) dollar. Here we go. Here's our little, our little baby. Now that is a prized possession right there. That is cool. Our tiny little baby trophy. (laughs) Shout out to Team Jack.
0: Shout out to the. $5 $5 bits of broken shit. You're going to bring us what? Oh my goodness. You are a saint. Oh, how about that? You are a saint and I love you. Thank you so much. But we are down here at Muchachos celebrating uh, a hopeful victory for Nebraska tomorrow against Minnesota, and they can regain the $5 bits of Broken Chair Trophy that has eluded them for many a year. We're down here at Muchachos. Nick is joining me back, back in the studio, and uh, we're having a blast down here. It's going to be great. We're filling it up. It's going to be fantastic. We do expect a visit from um, the coach's wife. Mrs. Priscilla Joseph should be down here at around 1.30 sometime during the happy hour. She won't be here for very long. She has other business to attend to, you know, being the head coach's wife and all. But you guys can get in contact with us, 402-464-5685, Honda of Lincoln Hotline, Starter Heyman Text Line, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter. We're live on there. You guys can tune in. Again, we have the chair down here. Stop by Muchachos, get some delicious food. Take a picture with the chair if you want to. And 10% of all purchases today at Muchachos will go directly to the charity. So not only will you get some delicious food and take a picture with a fantastic trophy, you'll be helping some people out. Uh, And and also, also, I'm going to throw this one out there. Um, Team Jack versus Team 1-4. It's off the field. It's it's a battle, but not really a battle because it's all going to good causes. Minnesota's ahead right now, Husker fans. This is technically an online poll, and Nebraska fans are losing. You mean to tell me that Nebraska's going to lose in online competition? I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Nebraska fans, go to brokenchairtrophy.com right now, donate to Team Jack, and let's win the off field, off the field competition so then the boys will take care of business tomorrow when the on field competition go 2 and 0 against Minnesota over the weekend.
1: <laughs> and they've, they've already, you know, they put some pressure on us just to have a good show today because at their event they announced Chris Ottman Bell is coming back for his seventh year. Do we have you know? Do we have some news about uh, I don't know who's our longest tenured Husker at this point? Uh, maybe being able to come back. I don't think. I so. have no idea. I have no <laughs> idea who the longest tenured
0: <laughs> Husker would be, but uh, I don't think anybody's coming back. So, uh, look, plenty of people go to school for seven years. Maybe <laughs> they're doctors, but you know, plenty of people play football in college for seven years. It makes perfect sense.
1: Well, and that's part of. The, I mean, that's Minnesota's deal. They've got a center. They've got a quarterback. They got a wide receiver, you know wide receiver Chris Ottman Bell. They've got uh, Muhammad Ibrahim, obviously. All these guys coming back for their sixth year. Um, And uh, and they've they've got to put a good team together, you know. I I know people don't like PJ Fleck, but if you look over their numbers heading into this weekend, that you know, and and people ask me why would I like PJ Fleck to coach at Nebraska, maybe this shtick wouldn't work. Uh, Maybe there's other coaches to choose from. But uh, again, I it's an it's back to back weeks of Big Ten West personified. This is a team um, that wants to run the ball over 200 yards, limit you uh, in in the ground game as much as they can, limit you on defense as much as they can, eat up time of possession, uh, and it's a a recipe that worked well against Nebraska, uh, and it always leaves you feeling like you were close too, right? I mean, 26-9 is not a close game. We go back to those moments. Oh, they could have done this. They could have done that. Yeah, that's kind of the pace of play these teams play is they, they, they really capitalize on your mistakes, um, and if you lose the turnover battle, you're going to be in trouble. And uh, So that's the challenge Nebraska has in front of them. Could be windy. Could be snowy. Everything is lining up kind of. You know, Nebraska's got a backup quarterback potentially starting. Everything's lining up for Minnesota's Pace of play, and if I'm Nebraska, I say embrace it. I I, I think you have to, uh, in my mind, try to limit those turnovers. Maybe kind of learn from last week where you lost that turnover battle. Play a little bit uh, not to lose rather than to win. Maybe then that's not always the not always the best way. Sometimes you like to be aggressive in your approach, but uh, I just I don't know if Nebraska is, is is built like that. I don't know if they're built to take down Minnesota at doing what they do best. But I think it might give them their best shot. Uh, what, what what advantage what way would you enter this game? Would you be more aggressive or would you be more reserved? Like I'm thinking.
0: Well, if you've got your quarterback going, if Casey Thompson is able to go, I say don't change what 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 wasn't broken. Uh, get out there, sling the ball around the field. But I do believe that if you that I do believe that you need to get Anthony Grant more involved in this game because. As you said, Minnesota's gonna ground a pound, they're gonna they're gonna, you know, try to run it down your throat and and hold on to the ball for the an extended period of time. So if Nebraska is able to and I'm not saying to hold on to the ball forever, but if you're able to hold on to the ball for a little bit longer and, and keep them on the sideline for a little bit, I don't know how explosive they are without Chris Ottman Bell or how, you know, good their offense can be without um um just going down the field methodically and slowly and, and plotting, but if you can hold on to the ball for a little bit, get some scores, because you're going to need touchdowns, not field goals, to win this game. I think that it, it should work out in Nebraska's favor to to be able to continue to do what they do, but also you know maybe play a little bit of Minnesota's game, maybe slow it down a little bit. Again, get, get, get Anthony Grant involved, because as you've seen before, he when he gets involved and he, he puts up yards, it's, it's going to be a problem for opposing defenses once he gets going.
1: Yeah, I mean, that that's uh, without a doubt something they've, they've got to get going. Is Anthony Grant in the running game? I think you're right. I mean, if Casey Thompson's out there, throw out what I was saying. I'm, I'm kind of going into this game thinking <laughs> Casey might not play. Now, at the same time, if Casey does play, guys, he's got 10 10- – Interceptions on the season. Now, how much of that is his fault? How much of it is the fact that he's getting beat up and uh, on all these throws? Uh, you know, in every game, I shouldn't say all the throws, but in, mm. in, in every game, he's getting beat up. You know, it is what it is. But you know, he's a bit turnover prone. Nebraska altogether a bit turnover prone. So, while I would change my approach as far as being a lot more, um, uh, you know, aggressive, if Casey Thompson is in, it's still worth keeping an eye on that turnover battle and what Minnesota does off of those turnovers. If if Casey is in. In there the difference to me is Casey can make up for the turnovers later in the game big passes downfield to Trey Palmer really just keeping Nebraska's offense alive if you remember against Illinois while Casey Thompson was in there they were set to outpace the Illinois averages that they gave mm-hmm. up defensively by a long shot yeah
0: that's what I was gonna say when Casey Thompson was in the game that number one that vaunted number one uh, defense was kind of getting picked apart a little bit. Now they weren't they weren't uh, scoring at a high rate, but they were able to drive down the field. I mean, that first drive, Casey Thompson and the offense was able to do pretty much whatever they wanted until he threw that that uh, interception on the on the sideline, uh, trying to go to Trey Palmer cutting out. Uh, maybe threw it a little bit early for him uh, coming out of his break. But up until that moment, the offense was doing what they wanted. Even after that, the offense was kind of moving, uh, going along. Uh, so they were outpacing that Illinois defense. So I, I think this Minnesota defense they're not as they're not as good as the Illinois defense. They're they're ranked a little bit lower. They're still a very highly ranked defense, and it's somebody it's a, it's a team that you have to watch out for. But if if that first half, first quarter and a half uh, with Casey Thompson is anything uh, to, to look at, then you might want to think that the offense is is has a little bit more in the tank that they've shown uh, this season. Now, he isn't going to be 100% more than likely, but that's something that you can counteract by getting Anthony Grant more involved and running the ball more.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. And if you're looking at uh, you know kind of uh, another key to this game, I think it's going to be third downs. You look at them, uh, Minnesota. That is as one of the best third down teams, offensively and defensively in the nation. In fact, number one on third down conversions. That speaks to their first downs. You know, kind of the second downs. They're not a heavy passing team, uh, but they set them up for a third and short. You kind of know what's coming, and they're going to get it more often than not with that big offensive line. Remember, they had to replace a lot of those guys from last year, but the replacements are just as big. I mean, they're they, doing they're they doing really well. Yeah, they've got some big guys up there, led by uh, one of the nation's best centers. Uh, their third down defense, just as good, number two nationally in stopping, uh, you know, opposing teams. Nebraska's third down offense, um, you know, probably could be better. It's it's you know it's it's right there mid range in in the country, but uh, it's it's certainly going to be interesting, especially um, you know that quarterback battle. If if Casey doesn't go, how much is it going to? Are we going to see of Chuba Purdy? How much are we going to see of Logan Smothers? Um, you know, they went with Logan for a possession and then kind of wrote it out with Chuba Purdy. Mm-hmm. Was that more a Mark, you know, Purdy more linked to Mark Whipple? Was that more of a Whipple decision? How much does Mickey Joseph have to control Whipple? I mean, he's going to have to do that when he, if he does get the head coaching job, ultimately, whether it's Whipple or his other, uh, you know, coordinators that he'll have. Um, yep. So just a lot to, to kind of, you know, run through this game here, which might not be all that exciting if you like offense, if you like passing <laughs> the ball all over the yard. It's going to be snow. It's going to be an ugly big 10 battle and uh, i don't i don't think it should be any other way with the five dollar bits of broken tear trophy <laughs> on the line
0: with this trophy on the line i don't care what happens i just hope nebraska can finally bring it home but so on top of everything that's happening right now team jack has graciously donated 10 pairs 10 pairs of tickets for people to go to tomorrow's game oh. and you know what i've got some questions to ask i've got I've got five questions that I'm going to ask to the people here because we're going to give them out here and on the text line. But I've got a question for the text line before we do uh, end up heading to break. I want the text line to answer this one. So who is the leading passer in this trophy series history? Just in the series of the trophies, so from 2014 to, to today, between both teams, who is the leading passer in this series history?
1: Wow, that's uh, that's interesting. I think Tanner Morgan's been around a while. That might be my guess, but we'll see. We'll see who it is. I don't want to give it away. Uh, maybe Mitch Leidner, uh really lit it up a <laughs> few times. Tommy Armstrong, probably played in a few games. I'm Tommy Armstrong some ideas played in a couple. Yeah. So, uh, and it looks
0: like we've got Tyler on the text line. Our first winner. It is Tanner Morgan. It is Tanner Morgan. <laughs> Tanner Morgan has 732 passing yards in this series history, and he has another game to go. (laughs) And
1: and he only averages like 113 per game, uh, but he's just been here. No, I'm not saying 100. (laughs) I made up that stat, but it feels like that. Uh, And remember last year, though, too, uh, it was kind of weird. Tanner Morgan looked like Tom Brady in the first half. Oh and yeah, good <laughs> that was miss. Very strange. It didn't look like that leading up to the game. So sometimes we break all these numbers down and, and everything, you know, lines up one way and then goes completely the opposite, kind of like what it did last year. Uh, mm-hmm. He came back down to earth in the second half. Minnesota obviously still getting the win. And of course, out of that, we got this. If you, ha- if you find Minnesota not as much as a rival and, and don't really care about this game, let me remind you of, uh, of this. That was truly culture versus skill. There you have it, Mm. P.J. Fleck, twisting the knife. Why would you do that? I I forgot about that. I (laughs) forgot about that. (laughs) I
0: forgot about that. Damn you, P.J. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so Tyler wins the first pair, right? Tyler wins the first pair of tickets during the break. I'll give away another pair uh, out here, and then we'll have some more to give away on the air. So just keep paying attention. I might just throw the question in randomly at some point and see if anybody can answer it. And this one isn't for for tickets. I just want to ask you, Bach, who do you think is second? In, in passing yards in the series. I uh,
1: you went kind of through my my own process there. I'd go Tommy, Tommy Armstrong.
0: Tommy Armstrong 701. There we go. That's pretty solid. <laughs>
1: that guy could sling the ball. Yeah, Remember the yeah. YOLO ball under Tommy? Oh, beautiful.
0: He also <laughs> Okay, he had the YOLO ball, but the Duke could also sling the rock with uh, with with power and accuracy. There's a couple throws if you go back. Just gorgeous. Just
1: perfectly placed. Yeah. I mean, and and it's kind of funny cuz we went down this line of of quarterbacks that I think are more respected now that they're gone. I think Tommy Armstrong, you could argue, was he might have been the best quarterback since Tommy Armstrong at Nebraska. <laughs> um, and he didn't get the respect because he wasn't quite what Taylor Martinez was. And maybe, you know, Taylor Martinez get the respect because people still love yeah. Joe Gans from that era. So. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. It's always next joking. man up. That's what happens. Yeah, you always uh, you don't appreciate what you have so much. But uh, we do have Brian man- Munson coming up, so uh, I'll let you guys send it out since you're live from Muchachos. All right,
0: you guys listening to 93.7 The Ticket. We're down here at line's with the $5 Bits of Broken Chair Trophy. The line's out the door. You got to get down here, get some delicious food. Again, take a picture with the trophy. Come talk to us. Come talk to the people from Team Jack. And, hey, if you're here on time, you hear a question, you answer it, maybe you want yourself some tickets to tomorrow. But we got Brian Munson coming up next on The Ticket Water Cooler right here on 93.7 The Ticket.